Welcome back to Beyond Bars, your spot for the latest hip-hop content and new artists to dive into. With me today, I got a very special guest. I'll let him go ahead and introduce himself. My name is Aram. And he's actually a local Stan State student, our first student artist on our podcast right here. Mm -hmm. So uh, to open up, I just want to talk about the importance of that and that here at KCSS 91.9, we're always open to student artists and collaborations to further promote what our students are doing. So thank you for coming today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, just to, you know, break the ice and open up, has there been any local artists that you've kind of had on your radar right now since your time here or that you've been thinking of collaborating with or just heard about? Um, at this moment, not not really. I've been around because just like, I'm still fresh on campus. I'm still looking around, though. So whoever's down to work, I'm down to work with them. For sure. So how long have you been on campus for? Uh, for about, like, two months right now. I came Ooh, in, like, on the First 27th. semester, first yeah, semester on campus. Yeah. How you liking it? Bruh. It has its ups, it has its downs, mm -hmm. but I'm comfortable where I am. Give me some of those up and downs, you know, we're always trying to get feedback. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course. All right, so basically just for the people out there right now, who is Aram, in your opinion, if you could give yourself, you know, a little bit of a rating or a little description as you yourself as an artist? Um, I feel like I'll probably be that one person that could kind of go to be vulnerable. Because, mm -hmm. like, I really base my sound and, like, my contact off of emotions that people aren't really direct and addressing. Okay, so you kind of like articulate that through your music and let that kind of showcase? Exactly, yeah. All right. Is there a particular style or genre that you would put yourself in? Or are you kind of like, I'm trying to do something new and make it my own sound? I'm just new. I'm always trying to do something different every song I release. So when did that kind of start your interest in music and the getting the behind the scenes with it? Well, my interest in music kind of started when I was around eight. My mm -hmm. parents kind of forced me to play piano from there on. You know, the skill, the ear, and all that developed. I started actually making music when I was like 16, 15. Mm -hmm. And that's because I was sent to a boarding school and I didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta but keep yourself busy. Exactly, exactly. That's keeping myself occupied with that the entire time. So you've been producing your own music from that point out, right? Yeah. How does that kind of uh, take me through the, the creation process of that a little bit when you're making beats for songs that you might either collab with or, you know, you might share with the homeboys? Oh, so like usually um, songs I make from scratch, they kind of come from either my head roughly. Yeah. Or there's like some prior or like inspiration behind it. Like I could go down the street, hear like a car honk or something, and then that can inspire like a beat idea. Okay. What was like the first initial steps when you got into more of the rapping kind of like that kind of lane? Like when did that kind of click to you? Like I could actually really do this and then put melodies together and then like you know, kind of collaborated with my own beats because with a lot of local and up and coming artists, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a there's that easy route of where you can go to either get beats online, you can pay for them, or you can right. link them with a producer and have it like that. But with you doing it, you know, everything behind the scenes, how did that kind of come about? Um, so I actually started off as a producer first. I never really had ambition to go into like a vocal artist range. But the thing is, I would make beats for people and I didn't really like the way that they sound on my yeah. beats. Like, no critical shit, no shit to <laughs> nobody. <laughs> but, you know, I'll do that and then I feel like, okay, well, this is how I want it to sound. And since I feel like it's just better to show people than to, like, tell them how to do it, you know? So it kind of just naturally clicked. I know um, before we were talking about, you said you'd only been writing for about a year or so for your own yeah, lyrics. Yeah, I've been writing for my lyrics for about a year. How does that kind of work when you're writing a song? What, like, do you, like, I know you said you kind of do a little bit of introspective and you kind of trying to articulate the certain emotions that you might be feeling or you might want to tie to a song, but mm. is it more so like that or is it more expansive? 
Um, I would say is more so like that. It just kind of like comes to me at the moment, you know? Right. I don't really have a direction. Whatever I'm feeling right now, that's like a very strong feeling. Like I feel like I can write about and connect words poetically through it. That's what I go through. Pretty much if it hits, it hits. Yeah, basically. What are your influences either when you were kind of starting out or even now that you might apply to your own music? Like, is there certain artists that you kind of draw things from or, you know, you hear and you're like, I want to kind of do something like that or get on that kind of level? Um, from influence starting now, I would definitely say probably someone like Kanye West, Tyler Creator, uh, especially Tyler. Tyler just like, oof. He did He's everything. phenomenal, bro. He everything. really does it all. Yeah, I was like, I want to be just like that dude when I grow up. Mm-hmm. So, but as of right now, people that kind of have a push on my sound, I will say would be a lot of people in the underground. So like someone like Blade or Echo 2K. Also right. like a lot of my local artists support me. Um, shout out to 6,200 BPM. Shout out to little Eddie Franco. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to Mezzanine. Those, those people. Big shout outs on Beyond Bars. Y'all heard it here first. Yeah. And you're from LA, right? Los Angeles, yeah. So you transferred, you made you made, you made the what, si- the about six hour trip to? Bro, six hours. <laughs> With salute to you, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Me, uh, I don't know if I could do that. Bro, I'm, I'm telling y'all I was on the verge of death on that entire <laughs> trip. <laughs> but, you were excited to come to campus though? I was excited, yeah. Like a new chapter in my life. All right. What kind of like made you like straight towards uh, Stan State? There's nothing really particular that interests me in Stansky. I just knew somebody I was going here and I'm like, okay, fuck it, I'm just going there soon. I mean, we're glad to have you here now, so obviously it worked out. I appreciate it. Kind of transitioning from that topic, I want to talk about your first official drop, which was a single, mm-hmm. uh, Spaceship, right? Came out right. July 9th of 2021. Yes, sir. How were you feeling when that dropped? Um, I felt good. I felt like a huge weight was released off my shoulders because like, before that, I used to like make songs for myself, unnecessarily drop it, or, like do a little snippets or whatever. And people were pressuring me for Spaceship. So the moment I put that up, got like good feedback from the public, whatever. I felt like, okay, well, this is possible. Mm-hmm. One and two, I like to listen to my shout. I, I like, yeah. I like that stuff. So I just kept on doing it. I mean, when you can hear something that you created and it actually turns out pretty quality, you gotta, you know, gotta give yourself a little pat on the back for that. Yeah, um, if y'all haven't heard the single here, make sure you stream it on all streaming services. Space. Yes, sir. Um, so you were kind of talking about how when you had initially dropped it it had received basically like initial praise from it from like your constituents people in the area maybe uh yeah but it was actually it, it, something came up about it because um on my stories i'll be doing like live performances or whatever yeah yeah and then that got the attention of like a lot of people like on the internet side of things so from there i got that ball rolling and then just that kind of snowballed into where we are right now did after that point was it kind of like immediate where you're like, I might have to follow this up and have another drop? Or did you have kind of like a plan with it for how you were going to organize each of the um, upcoming like songs and stuff that you're going to drop since you had obviously had a good starting point with your first official single? Well, uh, I, it wasn't like necessarily something I could think of mm-hmm. directly. Like I, I, I had to plan it out for sure. Because, you know, th- at this day and age, people will lose interest or like forget about somebody like that. And consistency is key. So I was trying to be consistent as possible. All right, it sounds pretty good. Do you, at that point, or even now, did you have an ultimate kind of, like, music goal once you started, like, to get it going? And, like, you know, I'm kind of at this point right now, so, you know, maybe, like, the sky's the limit, or... Oh, yeah, I definitely recognize the sky's the limit, but then, like, you know, I have such a passion for music. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to be doing. If I can make my living off of doing music alone, I'll be very happy. Even if it's, like, a teacher salary doing music, I'll be comfortable. 
And that's what we can appreciate, artists that have a dedication to the craft, which you obviously have and you showcase throughout it. And I kind of feel like with each of your songs that you put, you kind of see that work that you put into it, those little intricate details, like the intricate details that you like, you know, might go over some people's heads, but like for the hip hop heads that like are paying attention, they might be like, oh, okay, you know, I see what you're doing out here. I appreciate that. So when you had followed that up, that was uh, your next single after that was Asthma, right? Yes, sir. And then that had dropped August 6th of 2021. Mm-hmm. So then we're seeing almost like this uh, monthly drop-in spacing out kind of, was that in the plan or did you kind of just think like, you know, it makes the most sense not to drop it too early after I just dropped something not too long? Right, right. That's basically the entire month spacing out, I think. And um, like I'm saying, Asthma, make sure y'all peep that out as well. It's on all streaming services. Very standout track, very high energy, something that I would probably hear, you know, either on my way to working out or even like in the club or something like that. <laughs> in that, towards before you get to the last hook, when you're uh, about to end the track, I like a couple lines that you had up in there. And then right. I wanted to kind of like get a little context from that. So you said, but if he acting tough, I get the K and spill his plasma. Wouldn't send you my condolences, but send some to your mama. Right. Right. <laughs> I got to ask. Who had the smoke with Zaram at this bro, point? Bro? Look, Who, look. Like, you know, this whole <laughs> track, I was like, damn, man, I don't want to be on the other end of whoever's this, like, you know what I'm saying? Or was it just like anybody that's in opposition? This is like, you know what I'm saying? This is y'all song. Bro, basically that. But then again, like, ugh, I've grown so much from that past because, you know, I, I won't say I'll try to like portray an image, but like, I feel like the message I'm trying to spread through my music is different. Asthma was an older song. Uh-huh. I've recorded it way before it's issue. Oh, but okay, people okay. actually heard it. I'm like, drop asthma, drop asthma. So I gave the people what they wanted. That's what I'm saying. I think it's out of the singles that you have out right now, mm-hmm. I think that might be my most favorite one. And you know, yeah, when you, sure. go, you go on Spotify, you have um, those little playlists that like they make for you like, oh, this is your on repeat. This is that. That's already on my, my <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can obviously tell. Yeah. Um, good reviews and everything like that what Appreciate was your creation it. process when you were dropping that were you like i know you're talking about it really stems from feelings that you were having so then like i'm saying like who was in opposition with you at that point when you was dropping it bro so let me let me tell you what happened this was a very weird story so what happened was i was going through instagram one day and then someone like did like a instagram um post or whatever story where they had the little fitness gram stuff yeah. going on i was like bro that shit used to make me fucking anxious. <laughs> anxious, because I, I, well, back in middle school, I was a fat kid. I was not chasing nobody. I was running for no reason. Well, so you was dreading the pacer test. I, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I hated it. So I was like, okay, I need something that matches the energy that that shit made me feel. Yeah. So hence sampled the thing, got the shit together, made lyrics that obviously matched. That was still genuine. But yeah, bro. I mean, and then we see that a lot with uh, some of the songs that you're dropping. You kind of add in these audio clips that give it extra context or another yeah, dimension. Exactly, so yeah. very well placement of that audio. That track would not be something that I would expect to hear. Uh, the fitness grand pages test right before I get into it. And then just the juxtaposition of it when you flip <laughs> to like this hype stuff. Like, okay, right. you, know, you know, I get it. <laughs> right, right. Appreciate it. And then you follow that up with I Don't Want to Argue. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Um, you also dropped a music video for that shit. Yes, sir. And it's about... 11k views correct yes sir yeah so that that the single itself dropped on the 16th of october then you followed it up quickly on halloween yeah uh, 2021 it's actually we started making the video the day it dropped the day that it dropped the day it so dropped. it was you're you were basically locked in the whole time with with the footage and the filming Swear. right yep mm-hmm. how was that how did that feel making basically like your first music video and just um 
going through that long process where you kind of dreading it like man you know i just want to drop this video where you kind of like this is what i'm supposed to be doing and it's just part felt, of the game i feel like this was supposed to be doing the process was really fun like i'm not gonna lie it took a lot of energy but it was really fun and i felt like the outcome at the end of the day just made really made everything worth it and the title in itself pretty self-explanatory yeah. you're not trying to be in conflict right now you're not trying to argue mm -hmm. is that about a particular person at that point or there yeah that, that song came from like a very real life situation mm -hmm. because yeah. even in the video itself i really like the concept of how you added um another couple in there and then we see mm -hmm. basically like the, the toxicity of it of one moment they could be good and the next you know they're kind of fighting and exactly. then we have different transitions yeah. and then we're basically ending with well i don't want to give too much away for the for y'all over here who haven't peeped yet but make sure you peep out music video Watch i don't want to argue yes sir and you know the visuals are just crazy bro the transitions and like there was one point where i thought you know like i have a good idea what's going on and then there's a certain part like in the middle where i'm like oh damn but then you know it transitioned back to being nice <laughs> so i'm like that's really smart were you basically like behind the whole ideas for the video like did you basically come up with each concept um well the concept was kind of co-developed with the director himself sebastian shout out to him talented. big shout outs um director but we kind of sat back really looked at what was very possible for the situation and what connects and we just came up with that okay mm -hmm. and after you had dropped that how, how were you basically feeling with having your first video out there for people to see and you know have their opinion on it felt like another milestone was hit mm -hmm. so yeah so when you were basically making that song, I don't want to argue anymore, right. like briefly break down a little bit of the context for that and what space you were in when you were making it. Like if certain lyrics that, you know, you might've put in there, like hit a little like close to home and you know, that right. kind of, all that good, all that good stuff. Uh, basically that song came from a real place. I was in the, uh, probably not as, as toxic as I portrayed it in the movie. Right. But it was, it was a pretty bad situation. So I just really wanted to get out. Cause like, I feel, like why do you keep on i was fighting an uphill battle i wasn't winning yeah so that's it and for people probably going out there with the same situation there's obviously that out, that outreach and that appeal with it as well right mm, exactly after you had um you know that consistent amount of dropping of singles and everything like that did you have project anticipation in mind or were you kind of like i'm gonna see where it goes and maybe i'll consider doing something more full length i felt like doing something more full length was like the right step because mm -hmm. just so many singles back to back to back to back doesn't really build a bond with a full body of work. No, it doesn't compare. Yeah. Did you have any starting ideas at that point of maybe what you might want the theme of the project to be or uh, things like interludes, intros, stuff like that? Uh, Not initially, but like after some time grew and like I had a couple songs that were consistent with the theme, I felt like, okay, let me just build up off of this. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. And, um, you know, not trying to give out too much before we get to that point, but right before we would see that, you drop eight nows, right? Mm -hmm. With your first feature artist for that point of the consistent dropping. Yeah, Mezzini, that's my, that's my own boy. How did that kind of come about? Was it like, since y'all were already basically connected, did it come natural and you heard it and you're like, you know, I got to get my boy on this song? Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Actually, for those who don't know, I met that dude through Chipotle and we're just, <laughs> we're pushing. <laughs> I hate that place, by the way. Don't, don't eat at Chipotle. Don't eat at Chipotle. Oh, you heard it here first. We, we're not usually with the negativity, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is a special case. <laughs> so y'all y'all were chopping it up at Chipotle, and then what happened from there? Um, found the dude made music. Um, told him I make music too. We came together. He liked all the stuff I was doing, and I felt like I could match his energy, and that's what we did. All right. So when y'all were in the recording process, did he did you basically have it in um 
the point of how you usually have your sessions where you're in that creating mode together or did it kind of be like he, um you had basically the idea for the track and you had like the foreground for it and then you basically said you know slide through with this feature and then oh I got no you. no he was a catalyst for it he made the beat uh, fit my style uh-huh. almost like he made it for me oh really he, yeah he sent it to me i was like bro i love this shit and it has to get on so it basically sounds like it was meant to be from you know the pre-link up at chipotle and then now we're over yeah. here creating and obviously the track in itself very high quality mm-hmm. dropped november 30th of 2021 mm-hmm. so then like i'm saying we're seeing from july all the way up to basically november um was that in plan to like hint at potential drops for 2022 or were you kind of like i'm gonna see where that year goes when it when i get to that point just kind of i do hold up what <laughs> i just wanted to see how that point went on okay yeah so getting into the topic of your first full-length project mm-hmm. solidarity um another pretty self-explanatory thing so was that basically at the point where you're like i got me you know what i'm saying i'm gonna do me so the best thing for myself right now is to you know have my time with myself mm-hmm. or what was the process of coming up with the title was it pretty much easy did you have like alternate kind of ideas of what you wanted to name it I had alternate ideas for sure, but like everything else just sounded corny, mm. to be honest. So I was like, okay, Solidarity, that's the least corny sounding one. I just went with you. What were your initial thoughts for um, the theme of it at that point? Like, did you have an idea of what maybe a couple tracks you would want to put up there and what they would probably like entail in connection to the story of your project? Uh, Yeah, actually the first song I made was Control. Um, I made it with my friend Lonely Spirit, shout out to him too. Very talented guitarist. And from there on, I just felt like building off the theme of the entire self-preservation, looking out for yourself, being okay in solitude, and that's what I did. Right. So five tracks, eleven minute, eleven minutes long, dropped February eighteenth of this year, mm-hmm. and um, the intro section. You know, I, I found it very entertaining. I found that it kind of opened up that the project in the right way. What was your ideas when you were coming up with that? And then um, who did you have collaborate with you when you were making that? Okay, so I kind of wanted to do an entire take of the whole SoundCloud era, like wake yeah. up type intro. Oh, okay, kind of like Lil Uzi. Like, yeah, like, like basically. Like Uzi, like, ba- yeah, basically, okay. basically. But then like kind of be more um introspective because i don't know if this is clear off of listening but the voice is supposed to be like my self-conscious uh-huh. telling me to get motivated to be with myself and all that that's the way that that artistic direction was supposed to be but yeah i was also inspired by that but also when i have my own system that's interesting that you say that you that you're adding that extra amount of introspection and you're kind of like giving your like subconscious so to say like a, a separate entity that's working with you right you know for your music and that basically shows that it's not you're not just out here like you know this might sound good so i'm gonna push it out this isn't that mm-hmm. but that you're actually paying attention to like you know what you're putting out and in connection of how all of those will like line up together to be really cohesive mm-hmm. um so I noticed that that was also for the outro section. Uh, I appreciate that as well. Very grateful. I know you gave a lot of uh, mentions to those who made it possible, those who inspire you, and basically like who you came up with. So did you have that originally idea of how you wanted to end the project? Uh, Yeah, yes and no. I knew I wanted to do something like that because I was inspired by that um, J. Cole song. I forgot the name. I might look bad on camera. <laughs> but people that know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. Okay. And that kind of like really, really just kind of 
push direction for the usher. Mm -hmm. And highlighted tracks on there, make sure you peep them out. My personal favorites on the project are D&D and Control. Mm -hmm. um, bring me into those tracks a little bit and your decision to put them on the project. Uh, well, I felt like they both fell in the theme with the entire project. So uh, the theme of Control basically not necessarily allowing people to kind of influence your destiny or like kind of mess up what you got going on for yourself mm -hmm. just like don't don't look for love and people look for love in yourself basically that's what i'm trying to say with control and D is kind of like saying reminding people like hey bro it's okay to like take some time off put your phone on D, &D. go go to the beach go smoke a bowl <laughs> like take a bath or some shit you know self-care self-care exactly I mean what else can you do at that point? If you're mm -hmm. not, if you if you listen to some good music and you're doing things that you yourself enjoy, then nothing could be better at that point. Sure. When um, you were creating it and you were basically like in the middle of the process, was that kind of rewarding for you, knowing that you were gonna have something out that was full length and kind of showcase like what you could do? Yeah, I felt like this was another milestone. I could see I have a project. So this would basically be like your starting point and it's all up from here. Is yeah, the way exactly. Is there any sneak peeks or anything that we can expect for more projects or singles coming up? No sneak peeks, but you're gonna, you guys are going to be getting music soon. New music? Okay. Right. You know, um, I'm sure everybody out there in LA is probably waiting for some more music from yourself, your constituents. So got to keep them happy and hopefully a few new viewers from Stan State on our campus Shots and downstate. Yeah. all of our outreach. So make sure y'all are streaming Zeron. Um, when you got to the final, basically the final point of creating your project, where were you at? Like, what was the last step and like the bow that you had to put on top before it was like, okay, I'm gonna like upload this? Marketing, bro. Mm -hmm. like, that was, that's the only thing else. I felt like it was done, get the master clean. And from there on, just like getting into the right people that need to see at that exact time was really what I needed to do afterwards. Did you have like a marketing strategy? Like, did you know who you were gonna try and promote it to or like how or different forms of media? Maybe like, I don't know, like, links and flyers stuff like that you know um you know i did the traditional like making tiktoks posting my story yeah. and all that but i also had like a lot of people that mm -hmm. were kind of in the loop that helped me go on like playlists and stuff and that kind of helped out a lot yeah because i mean in this day and age with social media it's you know everything is on social media everybody's mm -hmm. always on it basically 24 7 so it's always a good spot for artists to potentially promote themselves and get the expansion right. have you seen any like from the point that you drop, have you seen any new like um, expansion from your view count right now, or maybe like new people have hit you up and like, yo, you know, I like oh, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of new people. I, I've been I've been making a lot of connections recently, and it's it's really a blessing to be honest. How does that feel when you have basically people giving you credit for the things that you're creating with your art? <sighs> I don't feel like I don't, I won't say it feels rewarding because you know I feel like me putting out there is rewarding enough, but it just feels like good for someone to acknowledge and like connect with what i'm making mm -hmm. yeah and you could potentially be a you know an outlet for other underground artists who are coming up to kind of collaborate with and then they have that platform to expand as well yeah, so i hope so i hope so so can we can we expect more uh collaborations with underground artists is that oh, kind yeah, of in for your sure for sure yeah. i got like some in the works right now when you're kind of going about that what's your process of like you know I might have an idea of I want this person on this track, this is that. Are you do you kind of um how you said that your homeboy kind of basically essentially made the track for you, or do you make it like, you know, this could be for them, but then also like I'm, you know, I'm open for whoever else can hop on this and, you know, make it hot. I don't really have like a strict like 
policy or method while I'm going mm. to the collaborations. I just kind of put myself in there and see what happens. You basically, like, essentially you let it come to you and then work it out from there? Yeah, basically. Um, what are your favorite songs on the project, personally? Uh, I would say would be D&D mm-hmm. and Control. Those, those are my favorite. What makes those your favorite in, D- you know, a brief sense? D&D, because I feel like personally it relates to me. I feel like, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll kind of like like to take my space away from people mm-hmm. and people would get offended by that. Yeah. And I understand why they're offended. But then again, you know, like, bro, I got to take care of myself. Yeah. And that's basically my answer to the world. So, yeah. And then Control, because my dude killed it on the guitar. My dude killed it on the guitar. He did a fantastic job. And that's that's what makes it my favorite. So basically on the explanation of those two tracks, would that be one of the takeaways that you would want your listeners to get from your project? Or after listening in full, taking everything in and understanding, you know, what you're saying and why you're saying it, what is like a big takeaway you want your listeners to get from your project? Love yourself, bro. Be comfortable in your own skin. Don't depend on other people. <laughs> that's it. Is there... Well, I think we basically already talked about that. The, the theme for your project... Um, counting on yourself, making sure that you're not having anything that doesn't serve you mm. in your energy to distort it and everything like that. So would you say that's kind of like, in a brief sense, what uh, a possible theme for the project could be? Yeah, basically. Uh, where do you see yourself basically fitting in the spot that you're right now or, you know, in the rap game, in the hip hop community? Where would you put yourself? I'm still pretty small, but... Uh, I I don't really see myself being a particular way. I'm just like, I'm I'm just here, man. You just here making music. I'm here making music. I mean, that's all you can do, basically. Yeah. What's if you have one? What would be your target audience that you know when you're making music that I know these are gonna be my fans that are listening to it. To be honest, just if you if you could feel this, if you could cry to that shit, you're my target <laughs> audience. That's it. So you, any type of emotional reaction you, that, you that could, they're basically in, in alignment with wrong? I swear, you could be like in middle school feeling this shit. You could be like in the hot, like in the old folks home feeling <laughs> shit. I, I don't care who listens to it. As long as you feel it, that's it. <laughs> So what's next for Zaron? What are your plans for what's upcoming? Um, well, right now, I'm trying to get my people up to, you know, people that do support me, also that make music, fantastic music, by the way. I'm trying to get them some more exposure. Um, trying to see, probably get like a label started or something. Oh, so you're, you're, you're already in the process of having the interest of your own label. Would you want to like basically put on... Um, artists that you've worked with and then kind of like expand from there with uh artists who are kind of coming up and need that exposure and promotion yeah basically i kind of i want i really want the underground sound to be bells i i kind of want to really put like a shift in hip-hop well if you you know you probably you don't have to have it right now but if you could name your label what would what would be the name for zaram's label? <sighs> damn bro there's so many names going through my head right now <laughs> I, I can't i can't let you know but in the near future you guys find out for sure as you know we're always going to be on the radar to see what's next um we were talking a little about about sneak peeks and upcoming singles and projects mm-hmm. are you leaning more towards just dropping you know singles right now and then leading up to a project or would you be you know open to having your next project be like significantly close to your first drop but obviously not like right away 
uh, singles right now because mm-hmm. I, I do want to work on a lot, like a lot of collaborations. So you know, it has to be singles. Are you still producing and creating music right now? I'm still producing. I'm still sending out beats. I'm still on that grind, bro. Like, I don't stop. Not a single day, I don't touch my FL Studios. And then you said you're living on campus right now, correct? Mm-hmm. So then take me in the day of a life of, you know, Zaram, aside from school and stuff like that. Bro, so do my homework if I have any. I'll hit up my FL Studios. I'll just be there micromanaging every single thing from every last track I produced in the last two weeks. And then after that, probably write. I don't really have an organized schedule. I'm just kind of like, whatever really hits me at the moment. That's why I gravitate towards. So with your new batch of, you know, new music that's coming out, is there mm-hmm. a certain lane that you're going for to like, you know, I'm going to follow this up from what I've dropped so far and it's going to complement it and maybe be a similar sound? Are you like, you know, looking for more experimental stuff to be um, a good follow-up to what you have right now? I kind of want to develop the sound that I have right now, basically. Mm-hmm. But probably like add more experimental elements to it. But right now, just okay. work on that. So a uh, common question that I usually ask my guests who uh, come on here to be on bars, what are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop and rap? I know that's a very broad statement, but if you could give any feedback onto that, you know, a lot of people talk about this day and age, it's a lot easier for artists to, especially affiliated with labels to accumulate their streams from machines and stuff like that and have it be real artificial or you have the labels themselves basically creating these artists and telling them step by step what to do for the best marketing strategies well in that part of hip-hop i'll say i'm not with that I, i'm really i really want people to be genuine you know hence the entire project itself you be comfortable in yourself and so that part of hip-hop i won't say that i favor but i do like the free market i do like what stuff like this show kid and tiktok are doing to like your modern day artists just yeah. giving them a huge platform about the entire restrictions and shackles out labels had in the past I, I really do appreciate that yeah because i mean a lot of common talk right now in this day and age is industry plants mm. in the mainstream for you know uh to be broadcasted to the masses and like you know the typical pages and outlets that you would see music being pushed out and then that in turn doesn't make it easy to escape those kind of songs and those artists you know you're almost forced to listen to it even if you're like out in a public place or if you see ads and stuff like that right how do you feel about the concept of industry plans oh uh, damn <laughs> I, I yeah, about no, it's, a big, it's a big question well you know if people are really down to listen to music for sure because like you know people are gonna make music regardless yeah depends like the industry play music might not be for you but it's for somebody else yeah your music that your taste is still gonna be there no not, not necessarily as big as it needs to be which i feel like sucks but you know you can at least settle on that so then within the hip-hop platforms you would say that you're you yourself is are more in the underground scene yeah mm-hmm how hard is it, in your opinion, as um, an up-and-coming artist, how hard is it for other up-and-coming artists to get exposure, publicity, streams, all that kind of stuff that entails, oh, you know, success? It's, it's really hard. It's very difficult, like, to make an artist kind of have a solid career right now. It's, it's going to take years. It's like years of work, years of consistency. Not something you can just, like, wake up and do overnight. 
I mean, unless you know the right people. Yeah. Which thing can if you have them. connections, you can go a long way. Mm-hmm. So, do you kind of have that in mind with your own art when you're kind of thinking of like you have these multiple dimensions that you're thinking about to ultimately like brand yourself in the most like uh you know good or professional light? What do you mean by that? Like, are you you know considerate of how you post, what you would post, what you're posting on the outlets that you're reaching out to to get um the publicity and all that? Uh, well, yeah, you know, there'll be, like, your little underground communities, like, what's the name? Underground Hip Hop or Hyperbob Daily, which are amazing pages for putting up underground artists, like, giving them a platform. And, you know, I'll, I'll try I'll try to mingle with them, see what's up going on, and just kind of work. That's really it. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, nothing is truly, truly, truly organic. Like... Sure, maybe like a couple years ago, like decades ago, it would have been possible, like for you to like meet an A and R at Starbucks or some shit and like make a career yeah. the next day. But nowadays, when people feel like they could just do this shit by themselves, you got you gotta get your advantage. So, what would be tips and tricks, feedback, anything that you would want to give out to potential upcoming artists who might be listening? Stop caring about what's corny, like bro. If you, if you got <laughs> dance on TikTok, dance on TikTok, bro. Get your bag, like. So many people were shitting on TikTok back when in 2018. Mm-hmm. Just so many people that built a career off TikTok and got record labels, like, pulling out their ass for them. Like, bro, put your work in. Stop caring about what's corny. Stop, try- stop trying to make yourself look less stupid because being stupid is actually how you can learn. So that's what I would say. All right. And um, just to make sure that it's cool with you, I think it would be, at this point, a good idea to let our like our viewers basically get a sense of your sound what you're about and a few you know tracks to sneak peek for them to further investigate and all that kind of stuff so if it's all right with you maybe we could play a couple tracks on it sure i have no problem with that so to start we're probably going to go with your first single spaceship and kind of go it in order from there and then jump into a couple uh singles from the project Right, beyond bars, you heard it here first. We have spaceship on deck, and we're gonna get into that a little bit. Those guys are here as mine, so it's really tough. You know, I wish they would come and visit and, and see the hog that I was doing. And then I think that would change their mind. They inspired you to do this, didn't they? track we actually had the chance to play it at our last uh previous war wednesday i know you were talking about um our my coworker christian was talking about we had you actually come up to our test our our tent at kcss and <laughs> yes, request sir. to play your song of course what was the thought process around that did you kind of have that idea or did people kind of tell you like you know there's warrior wednesdays and they play music and requests and all that no i just i just saw a gh stand i'm like let me tell them to play myself <laughs> that's what happened <laughs> and how did that go when you were playing it did Fantastic. you kind of see like people feeling it yeah i saw a lot of people about bob my bobbing their heads and all that that made my entire day bro and you were probably walking around and like yeah you know yeah that's, that's me that's me <laughs> <laughs> 
moving on to the next track, we're we're about to play D and D on here. One of my personal favorites on the project. Since we have not gotten a response, we are giving you a final courtesy call before we close out your phone. I like in that that song where you said my quiet time is my ecstasy mm -hmm. and that goes back to what you're saying self-care and kind of having yourself and not worrying about you know how other people might take that or if they might take it as you're being distanced and kind of cold and everything like that right so again one of my favorites on the project um the vocal mixes and then just the beat on that you pr you produced that right yes sir appreciate the beat thank you very clean so the last track that we're going to preview on here on beyond bars is called control also on the project like I said, make sure y'all streaming it on Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Everything. and all streaming services. Make sure y'all check it out. Let's give it up. Like I'm saying, these three tracks that we previewed right here, very hard-hitting songs and definitely define what we can expect from Zaram and what he can offer to us as an artist. So um, thank you for letting us, you know, basically have the interview and play some of your songs on air for our listeners to access. Appreciate you for having me. Before we close out, is there any last words or anything that you would want to say to our viewers? Um be yourself man and that's it i think that's a perfect way that's to end it. it you heard her here verse we're beyond bars your latest spot for the latest hip-hop content and new artists to dive into right here on kcss 91.9 i want to thank my guests again for coming and we'll see y'all later